With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It was a pretty big reminder. And we are back. Uh, Maddie's complaining about being old. He had to entertain coworkers. Uh, this is exciting. Um, I wasn't got- complaining. I was just making. I was having a commentary about how old we are. <laughs> well, We're upset because we don't know any of the Coachella lineup this yeah. year. Yeah, that's why we need Rick. Rick would know those bands. Well, we'll get into Rick later. But um, okay. yeah, and, uh, so for today's show, just give everyone a little bit of a glimpse into what we're going to be doing. We're going to look through uh, some of the coach op- head coaching openings um, in the NFL. Oh, Coachella. Uh, I get it now. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, we've got some more uh, Ask the Millie Boys questions from listeners. So I'm really excited about that. Rick is moved back a week. We buried him in paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, some exciting news coming for the One Night in Pinehurst podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, we, we, uh, you know, we're an, under an NDA, so we can't release everything. But Rick is buried in our paperwork right now. Yep. Um, yep. And then we'll uh, we'll get into a little bit of divisional round analysis. Our friends at FanDuel kind of like are, are mi- missing the mark here. They've got a Sunday millie maker and a saturday millie maker but you can't combine the the two uh the two days and they're only four games this weekend so it's it's limited draft pools but we built some lineups for you it's like having the super bowl the first half on cbs and the second half you gotta go over to fox to get the other six hundred thousand prize pool for saturday seven hundred thousand for sunday combine those to a 1.3 and get four games in the mix what is the reason can you even come up with a logical reason as to why they do that no i I know that people like same day endings to tournaments right or or fields but that's the only thing i can think of yeah that's probably it okay that's dumb all right well they're going to hear from us. They're going to hear from Rick. Rick's going to, we have to push Rick back another week. He's going to be buried in even more <laughs> litigation. He's uh, going to be up to his ears. So um, we've got some openings around the NFL. And I just want, you know, quick fire. Who you think is going to be the head coach there? Um, yeah. We already know New England. Um, but let's start. We'll go alphabetical order. Atlanta Falcons. Belichick. It's already done. Belichick. And he's yep. bringing back McDaniels and Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. It's going to be hilarious. So that's the thing. If he brings back Matt Patricia, like it's a disaster. That guy <laughs> has screwed up more organizations. Like I, I think he is singularly at fault for Philly's downfall. He's ruining time. my brand. MPs everywhere are furious with him. He's just <laughs> awful at everything he does. What a dork. Yeah, that's going to be bad. That's done. Okay. Carolina. Vrabel. Ooh. This is where you're going to start losing me. I don't know where they go. <laughs> That's okay. I think I think they're going to go hard after Bobby Slowick, but um, yeah, Texans offensive coordinator. But who wants that job? You know, you're on the chopping block within four weeks of getting there. Yeah, I guess I I guessed um, 
So actually, that's a great point. I guess Vrabel because I'd like him there, but now that you're saying that, it's going to be Raheem Morris. Yeah, it's the only job he's going to be able to get. That makes it made it tough. There's no talent to take on there. There's no pick. There's nothing. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's trouble. Owners, spend too owners much. a dink. It's not good. Yeah, Everell would make sense if they would just stick with him too. Well, it'll be the last job, if not the last job filled. If you had to power rank the jobs, it's the bottom of the list. It's the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is he um, the owner that just threw the water on a fan during yeah. the game? Yeah. yeah. I think it was a Chardonnay. It was a water and tonic, I think. But <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we got Vegas. Vegas actually feels like a good spot for Vrabel. I think Pierce is going to stay. I he probably will. Yeah, he should. Sounds like that's going to happen. So, yeah, Pierce is probably the move. Um, I don't think Giff Smith is going to stick around too long in Los Angeles um, with the Chargers. Everyone thinks that's an attractive job. Their cap is an absolute disaster. Um, aging roster, and they have an overrated quarterback. But um, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding about Herbert, kind of. He is um, overrated if you think he's a top four quarterback. But from, from there, he's properly rated. I know that. <laughs> so what do you think in Los Angeles? I mean, it sounds like Harbaugh. Yeah. He seems like much enough of a lunatic to want to like take the challenge. Plus, he likes it out in Cali. Yeah. Does. Does. yeah. What's that? Um, Seattle. Oh, yeah. Ben Johnson. He'd be nice there. Get him a quarterback. Yeah. I. Uh, so I think this is going to be either Rabel or Dan Quinn. Oh, man. Quinn. Is... I know. I mean, did Dan Quinn lose more money on Sunday than we did combined over? He, some 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 guys you you look at them, you like physically watch them operate and like just move around. Like they show shots of him in the booth, and I'm watching him. I'm like, this guy, uh, he couldn't convince me to go get the mail. Like, oh, there's nothing backwards. Ah, <laughs> uh, he just looks like a dork, and he's like, if you're if you hire him, you're basically telling your team like, hey, we'll see you in three years. That's yeah, it. yeah, you're gonna go nine and eight for three years. No, you hope to go to nine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Tennessee. This one seems like the least attractive. Just like it's a complete teardown rebuild. I've seen Glenn, Aaron Glenn from Detroit. Yeah, he's getting a lot of buzz. I didn't realize he was like that hot of a commodity. And I've seen Slowick here too. And uh, yeah. Slowick, Um, I don't think is a guarantee to leave Houston. I think he's got, if I'm him. I got two of these jobs, maybe three that I'm targeting that I really like. And if I don't get one, I'll stay with Stroud for a year. year. Yeah. And just wait a year and wait for somebody else to fall off and take that job. Cause he, he's gotten so much good velocity from Stroud and what that team did this year, that next year he can't possibly do any worse than break even. He can't lose. Right. Like he's up 200%. So, and he's got like the San Francisco, you know, background too, that people are going to covet for another year, another two years. Evidently, my guy, my guy uh, Liam Cohen from UMass is on on the list for the Pats OC position, which would be cool. He's a he's a McVay guy as well. He's on that. He's from that tree. Um, he got he got Levis drafted. He was the OC at Kentucky that year. He had that big year. Nice. Then we got Washington. I think this is the best job out there. Easily, they've got the most cap space in the NFL. They have six picks in the top hundred this year. I think five in the top hundred next year. They're picking second. They have their choice of whichever quarterback falls to them. I think this is Ben Johnson. And you also get to turn around a franchise, too. 
with a with an owner who get who seems to get it. He's doing some of the right yeah. stuff. Like he's already checking the right boxes. They, they just need a new stadium. That's literally all that franchise needs because it's the worst one in the league. But yeah, that's a good spot for Slowick or Johnson. That'd I think nice. the FanDuel odds went for Belichick. It was Atlanta one, Washington, and then yeah. any other team basically was like pi- plus five hundred. I wonder that. where the Washington like it just because of the the ties to his dad and like we talked about. Is that really yeah it? yeah it, well Annapolis and like the military background and everything. Yeah too. yeah yeah. And it's close to Nantucket. Um, yeah, of course. Hey, pop over. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. This will be the most fun off season we've had in a while. It's draft gonna be a lot of fun. It's a good draft with high level quarterbacks you know, potentially five in the first round. And then you've got five to six wide receivers that might get drafted in the first round, a really good tight end. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so back to ask us anything. Uh, we got one in from Wally in North Carolina. <laughs> what friend. happened to my doorknob? <laughs> I think you have to ask Tarbell that one. Did we, ever, did we ever catch a fee for that? What happened there? <laughs> I think we avoided it. I think we gave. Uh, That's right on the line of like, you know, if you don't like the people staying there, you bag them for it. Like once we went to the Airbnb and the door was off the hinge and the guy was like, it just fell off. And I was like, doors don't just fall off, bro. That's not how they work. But I was like, I don't really want to go through all that. So the doorknob was a nice ROI for us. We got a good laugh out of it. Um, yeah, it, it was a win all the way around. Yep. Um, John from the Seacoast. Oh. Wants to know what is the proper gratuity to leave if you're going to a pickup takeout and you decide to have a beer while you're waiting for your takeout to come. So you're tipping the bartender for the beer. Are you also tipping for the takeout meal that you provided or that you're being provided? This is a tough question, and I'll go first here. Yeah, I think that it's not a percentage at this point. You leave between five to ten dollars. You, you tip for the beer, right? So the beer is going to be eight to 10 bucks. That's the world we live in now. So you'd be looking oh, at two to three anyways. And then I usually do about a five to $8 tip on takeout anyway. So 10 bucks feels right to me. You know how, you know how our parents and, and boomers will like look for gas stations that are like 10 cents cheaper per gallon that are like yeah, farther away. And they go and they go, this is cheaper gas. And then they do the math and they've saved like a grand total of like $3 for that work and effort. My policy on tipping is just tip more than you think you should tip for anything. So if you're in this scenario, right, like it's a, a percentage is going to make no sense because it's such a small amount of money. I'm probably leaving like, like AB said, like five, $10, just like combo for the two of them. Like I, I always just over tip because it's not that much more money. Like it's really not. And it, especially for a service, if it's a service that I can't provide myself, which is a little bit different, like haircut or something like that, like I'm tipping those guys properly. Um, I think that's usually, the right. No, I think that's the right point. It's not a yeah. percentage. It's dollar no, amount. It's, dollar it's based amount. on the order, right? If you have a $250 order, Are you, you know, it's not we're tipping for both on this. We're tipping for the beer you're having for the bartender. And then you're tipping. For I think the food. you're combining. Yeah. So a lot of people don't tip when they go pick up their own takeout, which I think is a mistake because those guys remember that. And oh, yeah. if you go there enough, they'll jam you up. <laughs> yeah, I think that the pickup is like a must tip at this point. That's just the, the world we've come to where I have a problem with this. Yeah. is when you go to like a brewery and you order a four pack of beer and they just turn around and grab it and put it on oh, the table. Man. And then you've got the yeah. iPad turns around and they want 20% default tip. 
no. for picking it up. This is no. not a service no. situation. That's entrapment. That's entrapment. Because twenty yeah. percent of that. You have to look him dead in the eye while you hit zero tip. You know what I end up doing a lot in those scenarios? My brain is trained to do custom and just put a dollar. Because I don't want to do nothing. It's kind of like when you order DoorDash and it kind of like breaks it all down for you and line items it. I'm a good, better, best in that scenario. I'm not tipping nothing. I'm not tipping a ton. I'm going to go right in the middle so people forget it even happened and there's nothing that can go wrong. That's it. Juice is upset about your reference. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, Busy day in North Carolina with One Night in Pinehurst, which I guess makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, That's our hub. Uh, Melissa um, in Charlotte Mm. wants to know when and where can I get One Night in Pinehurst merchandise? Well, it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, So is Melissa, is she a designer of any type? Would she like to possibly put some mock-ups in front of us and... I think she's, I think there's growing interest. Um, I bet AB is an artist, a sneaky, like under the radar artist. I bet he could draw something. Unless it's like the Superman logo from childhood. That's about the extent of my capabilities. Can we use that? Because that's kind of what we should. Yeah. All right. We'll rip that. That's fine. All right. Perfect. Look for this fall. Look for this fall. And we'll probably get you some, some shirts, maybe like a a hat, beanie. In the meantime, visit our friends over at Turtlenecks. Yeah. Turtlenecks. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, chaps. So this one is from Casey in New Jersey. Oh, um, he wants to know what the best snack is for a three-hour flight because that's not enough. Like the pretzels they give you with the, you know, when they come around, that's not going to be enough for you. So it's not necessarily a gas station snack. It's got to be. Did we talk about this last yeah, week? We well, we talked about week. the, we did talk about this last week, but almost like the inverse of it. Wasn't it like, well, we talked, no, we did. We talked about what you get at like the newsstand. Yeah. 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 Well, this is a, re, this is a, this is uh, a, um, apology. you know what I was looking through last week's, okay. um, no, Casey asked, um, what's your go-to subway order? Oh, to, don't have one. Well, yeah. <laughs> to not open the door and <laughs> to never go in there. It's not like, it's easy to hate on Subway because there's so many of them, more than any other fast food chain in the in the literally in the world. Um, there's a documentary out there about Subway and like how it got to be, and it's I bet you'd be surprised at how we arrived where we are now with Subway. It's worth a watch. I don't remember where it is, so real nice plug. But uh, yeah, no order. It's disgusting. There's got to be something better than a Subway within a radius of like yeah, two minutes. Close, close the door and go to Jersey Mike's. Yeah, yeah. To cut up, sub above. Mine's the danger, which sandwich. oh my god, <laughs> they canceled that. They discontinued. They did cancel it. Yeah, it's off the menu. <laughs> He's not cooking anything. We're doing nothing. <laughs> um, and final question from the listeners this week: Rick from Chicago, writing okay. back in. Who do you think you are? <laughs> what is it? What's that show? Um, I can't remember the guys. Like who? Stank and he's like stopping people from answering in the middle of it. I have to figure that out. It's like a skit. Um, this, this is just more in line with the Michael Scott Toby retirement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I think we'll get one. You should blend them in every week. We do one of these, put them in the middle, put them in the beginning because I know one's coming at some point. It's like Minesweeper. Um, all right, so NFL divisional round. Um, we've got Saturday 4 30. This is Awesome way to kick off the weekend for football. If, if I could just interrupt real quick, Do let's it. quickly look back at our picks from last week because I think I should be shamed a little bit. Real oh, quick. I I had 
I had the Cowboys in the Super Bowl and possibly winning the Super Bowl. And I had the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. So we both did pretty good here. I don't remember. I don't remember the picks. I already forgot them. I found myself um, reverting to watching the Cowboys, reverting to how I feel when I think the Broncos are going to (laughs) win. And I was like, wait, why am I defending? You're supposed to be on sports vacation, Gibby. (laughs) You're not supposed to go find another thing to be upset about. (laughs) And I was like, the angst needs a way out. (laughs) It's like, I just don't want to defend the Cowboys. I gave it up after like the first. Oh, how about them Cowboys? Sorry, I thought we needed to be shamed real quick. Please go. No, it's fair. I'm ashamed Uh, too because I don't even remember. So that's probably worse than all of it. I'll take a potential win. I said that either the Eagles or the Chiefs were going to like catch up um, in in the playoffs. And they're going to start to catch a little bit of a streak. I was dead wrong about the Eagles. um, And who knows with the Chiefs. Let Let me ask you this. Yeah. What did the Chiefs show you last week that impressed you? Um, that they could just run a functional offense and, you know, it wasn't amazing, but they can grind out wins too. And also their defense is really, really good. I think it's they better than they thought. They didn't need any no look passes from Mahomes yep. or any magic from him to get through that game. I mean, it's kind of nice. We're going to get our answer this weekend. I, I think they're so too. playing one of the, probably I would say the three best teams in the league. So you win this, then you've got me for now. I need to see it. I just don't. I, I get don't it. it. I mean, skepticism is fair. They are what they were for 17 weeks and yeah. you know, one week doesn't change it, but I also in think the first about half it. of that game, the bills looked amazing. That, that yeah. if the bills can play like that against them, yeah. I mean, they're unstoppable, but I'll tell you what, everybody should be playing Rishi Rice this week because He's not going to be the same position next year because they are absolutely going to have to add a playmaker. Like Mahomes is going to lose his mind. There's no way they go into next season with this setup and like a guy they drafted in the third round. There's no chance. Completely agree. So we'll start there. We'll start with the the you know bookend um, KC versus Buffalo Sunday night at six thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, Al, who do you like? I mean, I got to go gut check with Buffalo on this one. Um... They looked really good that first half against Pittsburgh. Obviously, their their game plan changed going into the half, led a Pittsburgh back into it a little bit, but they, we saw that coming. They weren't going to play as tight. But if they can play like that, they're going to take this KC team down easy. Matt, you're um, on Buffalo. Yeah, I'm on Buffalo. I think I actually think all four of these games this week will end up uh, more than a one-score difference at the end. Interesting. So I think this is a one-score game. I have KC winning, and it's really just because Buffalo is so banged up at linebacker. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I true. think KC is going to be able to feast over the middle and control the middle of the field. I think Pacheco is going to have a good game. I think this is actually a really good Kelsey game, too. Um, and they're both going to be turned up for it, right? I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of like third and uh, or fourth and two. Um, punts even from their own 40s no um, this game will be a this is gonna be a shootout you're gonna i mean the over under is only 45 it's the third highest of the week which is interesting probably because of the weather this and, is the third matchup of mahomes and allen and mahomes has taken the first two so far yeah, so but, i think that allen's gonna chip on his shoulder for this one only the second time he's been to buffalo and it was a regular season game or it, so this is only like the second time he's had to play in Buffalo. And it's like, those fans are, that is a true. It's going to get advantage. loud. It's, yeah. They that's going to be a fun game to watch. Those folks are rowdy. So, um, you know, you never know how that plays in. It could be like the different with elite athletes like that. It could be the difference in focus for like a split second. And that's all it takes. 
Yep. And also, Tony Romo might not know what to do with himself. He's on that game. They just left <laughs> he's him. on they that just, game. They just left he's him. He's going to talk about Joshy. And, Dude, and Pat. he's going to be insufferable. I don't think I'm going to be able to listen. I'm going to have to mute him. <laughs> I can't wait for it. He's just um, going to be drooling all over himself. He he doesn't get a playoff. Other you might as well put Collinsworth in the booth with him, and they'll just like write poems together and sonnets <laughs> for the whole damn thing. It's it's going to be incredible. Um, we've got Houston, Baltimore is the the front side of that bookend in the AFC. Um, this one I'm I'm equally as excited for because you know we haven't seen um, uh, Lamar in the conference championship that I'm aware of, um, and. This feels like Baltimore's year, but it also feels like Houston doesn't care who they play. And they're like, they're not intimidated by a single thing. So, and Stroud, if you saw him like in the championship game last year, the divisional, whatever it was, the college football playoffs last year, um, he brought it. And so I don't think this one's going to be a blowout. Even if Baltimore is up, I think Stroud makes a comeback and keeps them in the game. I, we were talking about this just by text earlier, and, and Stroud and that uh, Texans deep uh, offense torched the Browns last week, which is the yep. third best defense. I mean, obviously, Baltimore has the number one against the pass, so they've got a little bit of a mountain here. But at, to your point, I agree. I still think uh, Baltimore wins this game, but it's going to be most closer than nine and a half points that Vegas has set on this. I've, I mean, I've been on the Texans. I think this is probably where it where it ends. Um, so they beat the Ravens in Baltimore week one. And it was a weird, it's week one. It doesn't, doesn't count. Right. It might as well be preseason. So of these teams I'm about to read off to you, tell me which one you think is the most impressive team. Jaguars, Falcons, Panthers, Bengals in week 10. Jets, Titans, Colts. You skipped one. one of those? Pick one of those teams. Did you skip week nine? No. Oh, okay. Let me get I thought there was a Broncos game. I think uh, Jacksonville, probably. Maybe the Colts. Colts, yeah. So the point of that exercise is those were their away games this year. Um, they did beat the Jags, and they did beat the Colts, but they haven't played anybody on the road. And it matters yeah. in the playoffs. And it especially matters when you're running into the team that's, if not the hottest and deepest and like well, most well-rounded, second at worst. So it'll be fine. It's be a good story. I mean, they made the divisional round. Yeah. This is it. There's no... This, it ends here. Like there's just I think no you're probably way. right. Yeah. I think you're probably right. I think they hang around for 53 minutes and then yep. yeah, make you guys upset. I'm gonna put in a big bet on Gus Edwards anytime TD scorer. I you know, I wouldn't. They activated Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook sucks. He's he's washed. But it's just one more dude who might get five carries and like he's he just he might have like a tiny bit in the tank. I don't know what to do. I wanted to play one of those guys this week, and I don't know which one to pick. You know the best thing about Dalvin Cook? Yeah. He's not Melvin Gordon. Um, no. So I think that helps. Now he is. Um, let's head over to the NFC. Al, who do you like? Green Bay, San Francisco, Saturday night, 8-15. San Francisco still. I don't think I have to say much. Green Bay looked great last week, but San Francisco is still a much better team. The Man. parallels here are crazy. Like, this feels like Baltimore-Houston. It's very much aligned. It's so similar in terms of like how these teams got here and how they're built and what they do. But yeah, San Fran, it's just they're just too good. There's no every like Jordan Love has been good, but he's also left a lot of plays out there and he's gotten away with it. And you're just not going to get away with it against the defense like this. So this is I, the highest projected points game of the yep. weekend. Is CMC a must play? I it's tough. They really made it tough because to put him in, you're going to have to go cheap at receiver. 
pretty yeah. much from there. So, and, yeah. And there aren't a lot of guys that you can go cheap with. Um, no. You know, you're limited to, right, like three guys that are going to see more than two targets on each team. So It kind of um, felt like the puzzle was missing a few pieces this week. Took the box yeah. out, spread them all out on the table, put it together, and there's a couple gaps. At yeah, the there's end. a corner piece missing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, maybe a few edges. Yeah, yeah, I think San Francisco wins. Um, I don't know that this one's going to be close. This one might be that you're 38 to 10 game. Um, yeah. The other thing that I'm thinking is like, between these two games, the Saturday games, there's oh, it always seems like there's one team that surprises and yeah. sneaks into the conference championship game. So um, yeah. I'm I'm dubious. I don't know where to go with with a lot of this. But and then the final, well, Sunday three o'clock game, they they kind of got snuck in. People are still doing errands. No one is is like clamoring to get home outside of Detroit. And I don't even think people in Tampa are clamoring to get home if it's a nice day. Um, but you've got Tampa at Detroit. Um, where are you going with it? Yeah. I'll jump in. I mean, I'll go with Detroit on this one still. Um, same reasons as last week. I didn't think Baker would play as well as he did, but I yeah. think Detroit's just riding an emotional roller or emotional high right now. I still like the Rams better than both of these teams, but I definitely like the Lions better than the Broncos. So, I mean, and then the, um, sorry, the Bucks, the Bucks, Freudian. You did it to me earlier when you were yelling about the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, Detroit will win. I mean, they're at home. Unbeknownst to that poor, uh, that poor woman who asked uh, the coach how the, how he's going to deal with the weather in Detroit. Oh man, what a disaster! What what what? Is she? I mean, what are we doing? What's that? Why why was she there? That's insane. Uh, <laughs> who's sending her around? Um, we can do yeah, better than that. I think. I think Detroit. I, you know, maybe this is the one that the shoe falls off a little bit. Everyone's penciled Detroit in. Well, that and, that's the thing. The line six and a half. I don't feel good about Detroit laying six and a half against no, anyone. And they're just as prone. I mean, golf. Golf can like combust. He can garf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and Baker looked fantastic, and he's been great all year. You know Baker who's looked- getting better? All of the metrics, the way he looks, and, like, defying logic is Mike Evans. He had, like, his best season yeah. of his career. He was, like, 32. And then Devin White, like, took three weeks off or got benched for three weeks and is now the Devin White that was in the Super Bowl three years yep. ago. And he's, yep. like, 27 years old. It's not like he's, you know, an aging veteran. So I I wouldn't be shocked if Tampa Bay really annoys people. And maybe it's just I don't realize how bad Philadelphia was at the end of the year. Um, but, okay, so we've got consensus is Baltimore. Um, I'm actually going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Houston steals that one. Wow. I'd we've be shocked. San Francisco. I think we're all sticking with Detroit. I've got Kansas City. You guys have Buffalo. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. We'll see yep. where it lands. Um, are we keeping track of these from like week to week? No, absolutely okay. not. That's too um, bad for me because I think I crushed it last week. <laughs> now that I'm remembering this, I only missed the Rams game because I made the same picks. Yeah, Rick is on it. He's doing okay. the books. So we're not going to spend a lot of time going through why we're picking these players. It's such a limited field. Um, but we've got Sunday's lineup. Uh, quarterback Baker Mayfield. Any words on Baker? We just talked about him. He's affordable. He's an affordable He's, guy. And you can score against Detroit. Yes. Um, Rashad White. Kind same. of the same. Same yep. thing. Oh, I'm uh, going to break some news. Can I break some Rashad news? just because outside of CMC, there's not really many other reliable quarterbacks yeah, in there. Excuse me. You're getting volume. 
uh, one of those job openings is closed. Ooh. Pierce. Raiders. Pierce? Yep. So take that one off the board. Alex got it. Yeah, nailed it. In in game and in an oh in pod God. close. He opened the opportunity inside the pod and he closed it before the pod <laughs> ended. This guy go. Unbelievable. Uh, we've got Jameer Gibbs. Um, we already talked about Mike Evans. Yep. Uh Amon Ross St. Brown. It always yeah. feels like a mistake if he's available and we don't play him. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, right? Um guaranteed 25. Yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> Great friend of the show. We I mean, we made him famous, I think. Basically. <laughs> Khalil Shakir. Yeah. Gabe Davis might be out again. I think he is out. And Shakir's seeing a little bit more volume. Um, and I think there might be a few over the top. There's going to be a lot of attention put, put uh, played to Diggs and Kincaid. Um, Shakir will get open. Uh, Kate Otten at tight end. Uh, Jimmy Cook at flex and the Chiefs defense, because this could be the game that Allen throws three picks um, mm. and five touchdowns. Um, which wow. I think he's totally capable of. That's a it's lot gonna of be throws. a really interesting line with him, I think, this week. So there's your yeah. Sunday special. Um, the one I feel a little bit more confident about is Saturday. This felt like it was a loaded lineup. Yeah. Started out with Lamar. Is this just like a must-play Lamar week? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's no reason not to. Aaron Jones. I don't love this playing against San Francisco's run defense and front seven, but well, how do you not so, play him after three touchdowns last week? I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Plus, like they're not going to score zero points. You, this could be one of those games if it is a blowout that they're just doing some garbage time stuff, and the Niners are pulling guys, and the receivers are out of it. They're not running proper routes, and they're just dumping the ball off to Jones, and he's just getting a bunch of garbage targets. Then we go, I think I got to go bet those overs. Be right back. Um, Devin Singletary. Yep. I think volume, and they're going to get into the end zone. Um, they're going to go for it on fourth down. Uh, Debo and Ayuk, we rarely play wide receivers, but they're four teams to choose from, um, mm-hmm. from the same team. So, um, and Debo's going to see targets all over the field. It's not necessarily going to be in the passing game. Um, and then Rashad Bateman, Matty, he's one of your, like, the loves of your life, right? He scorned me. I, I was a big Bateman guy coming out of school. He had like he checked every single box for what you'd think an elite receiver should look like. He's had some injuries and like he just hasn't been able to get back. And he's got like he's got hands like a snake. The guy can't catch anything. He's got Tony hands. It's so bad. So, but he's cheap. Was he like fifty one hundred? Fifty one hundred. So that's the box that he checks this week. Yeah. Um, and um, I think it's fine. I mean, he because like you said earlier, if you're going to play these expensive dudes up top, you're going to have to play some of those guys. Right. Uh, likely a tight end. Even mm-hmm. if Andrews plays, you know, 70% of snaps or 80%, yep. likely still going to be on the field in two tight end si- situations and can score from anywhere on the field. Right. We've yep. seen it. Um, so I think we just hope he falls into the end zone at 5,500. Um, and then at flex, we had George Kittle. Um, so we're doing a double tight end, which I didn't realize, but I think, you know, it calls for it. So we're playing every pass catcher on the 49ers, except there's, for- there's some stat, some data that it, there are some slates where it makes sense to play two tight ends. This, and this kind of feels like one because of where they're priced. Like they're all kind of in that range. It would have yeah. paid off last week in Buffalo's game. I mean, yeah. Yep. Yep. And then, yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, Ravens defense. Um, so yeah. 
That's it. Um, we've got some exciting news uh, coming up, some exciting shows, really. We're getting back into the music field next week, um, so they can't, you know, unplug us. Um, no. No. And uh, we will be back. We're going to review September's over-under win predictions um, with Rick, if he can finally, you know, lift his head up from all the paperwork we have him doing. Um, and then we've got... Um, the week in between, uh, the bye week, um, a couple shows. We're going to get back into the golf world a little bit. And um, so we're really excited. Uh, yep. And a few other friends and old friends that, um, you know, we haven't talked to in a few months. So anyway, um, guys, parting shots. I don't think, I don't another week of football. Yeah, I don't know that I'm ever going to have a parting shot. I don't want to take any parting <laughs> shots. All right, we'll watch some Dick Shad. Brand it. We'll, well... Dick Shap. Is he still with us? No, he's gone. Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, a guy Jeremy. like Dick Shap isn't sticking around for too long. <laughs> he's living fast and loose. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. And um, keep sending in those questions. Um, yep. I'll make sure to get them right next time. But Wally, appreciate it. Dubs, Casey, Melissa, and obviously our uh, esteemed counsel. Yeah, Rick, back to work. Good job by you. <laughs> Thank you.